Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Cliff's Notes on Profitable Coaching. I'm going to record this intro as briefly as possible and tell you that one of the things that I love to do as a professional coach and something that has been more profitable for me than anything I could possibly imagine, and yes, I do mean profitable financially, but also profitable in fulfillment and just the profitability of seeing people's growth turn exponential, and it is by facilitating paid mastermind groups. Now, I have the privilege and honor of working with many professional coaches, people who are taking their experience and and, and education, all of the things that they've learned through a lifestyle and lifetime of serving others, leading others, whether that be in ministry as a pastor, whether it means through corporate leadership or moms who have raised healthy young adults, whatever the case may be, I love helping people transition into their joy and passion for encouraging conversations that are profitable, not only for the person who becomes that profitable coach, but for those clients as well. I love helping train those people how they can become a profitable coach. It's why I created this podcast. And one of the ways that I've been doing this myself and have taught many other people is creating a healthy and profitable paid mastermind group. This is where you can, instead of relying only on -on one-on-one, which let me tell you, I love one-on-one coaching. I can't imagine a day where I won't do it. it. It is so fulfilling, so rewarding for me to be involved and one-on-one relationships with people. There are benefits that come with that that you can get in no other platform. But at the same time, I also love the group aspect in the way there are benefits that come with a mastermind group that could never be offered in a one-on-one conversation. And so I, I love to do both, and I do both in my business. I offer paid mastermind groups I have done it for the past, for more than two years where members were paying $1,000 a month to be in the group. I have two different groups, up to 12 people per group. And most recently, I shifted it to where the price of that group, or those both of those groups now, are $25,000 a year or $2,250 a month. And yes, I have people who have come in at the new rate. And I will tell you, I see even in the midst of the corona crisis of March 2020, I'm still seeing people who are getting ready to make the decision to come in using the Prosperous Coach method from the book, The Prosperous Coach. Now, with that being said, not every person who is a part of my paid mastermind group known as The Next Level Mastermind is a coach. I have several attorneys. Uh, I have corporate leaders who have no desire to coach. I, th- there's a lot of people who are doing a lot of different things that that ha- that make up the membership of my Next Level Mastermind. But at least half of the members in the Next Level Mastermind want to become profitable coaches themselves. And actually, are several of them already are profitable coaches. Some of them are just on the verge of creating their very first ever mastermind group. And several people have already launched their mastermind group and they already have their first two, six, eight, nine members in their mastermind groups. Now, with that being said, I am being asked a lot of the same questions over and over again, which I love. It, it hones my skill, and every time I, I answer those questions, I have more clarity about how to share them in the most efficient way and the highest level of detail. 
But one of the things I realized in my business is anytime I find myself having the same conversation over and over and over again every single week, I know it's time to create a training resource. Something that I can do that's pre-recorded, pre-written, or whatever the case may be. And I happen to be an audio guy, so I decided I was going to create a brand new training resource titled How to Start, Maintain, and Grow a Healthy and Profitable Paid Mastermind Group Environment. And I've already created the entire outline from the beginning to the end, covering tons of content, answering all of the questions I've ever been asked about mastermind groups. And I've been facilitating mastermind groups since October 2010, so a long time. Anyway, I have already begun the production of this audio resource. I do not plan on sharing every single uh, audio recording, every chapter of this resource with you. But I wanted to share this particular one with everyone listening to this. I imagine if you're listening to Cliff's Notes on Profitable Coaching, you're probably in a position where you want to be a profitable coach. I I think it's safe to assume that for most of you. And if that's you and you're experiencing something during this coronavirus outbreak of 2020, if you are feeling the suffering of isolation because we've been told to self-quarantine, to do this thing called social distancing, and and you're no longer maybe going to the day job if you have a day job, and you're no longer able to sit at the proverbial water cooler and have conversations and brush shoulders and shake hands and give hugs at church on the weekends and all the other things of, of connecting with people, I know how lonely it can be because I remember how lonely I was in my first year of full-time self-employment after I left my career as an insurance agent. I know the the pain of isolation. I know how lonely it can be. And even those of you who may, you know, maybe you you have a lot of people that you're connected to, maybe you've got some great friends, you're you're connecting with them. The question is is are you experiencing loneliness because you're contemplating a significant massive change to your lifestyle? Are you looking to use this as an opportunity to finally get your weight under control? Are you looking for this as an opportunity to finally get physically active and to reverse some of the the medications that you're on because of whatever? Are you looking to maybe change the work that you do? Are you looking to pick up some new skills? Are you looking to become a profitable paid coach during this period of time? Well, the thing is, is that if you're pursuing something that's so far out of the norm of what's expected with your normal peer group, you may feel isolated. You may feel like, man, I don't know if I have anybody that I can talk to who understands what it is my dream is. Well, one of the benefits, and it's just one of the many benefits of a paid, well, not just a paid mastermind, one of the benefits of any mastermind group, whether you're in a paid group or not, if it's a healthy group, you can finally put an end to the loneliness. It does not have to be lonely at the top is the name of this chapter that I've outlined and I've already produced in audio for this training product. If you are interested in learning about my own mastermind group, the Next Level Mastermind, you can email me cliff at cliffravenscraft.com. 
I do have a few open seats in the Next Level Mastermind. I also have the ability for a few one-on-one coaching clients. So if you're interested in either of those, hit, hit me up over at cliff at cliffravenscraft.com. Put mastermind group or coaching in the subject line and reach out to me. Let's, let's have a chat. Anyway, with that being said, here is what I want to share with you. I created this for my existing members of the Next Level Mastermind who are looking to create their own profitable and also incredibly rewarding mastermind group experiences, a super healthy group that allows people to put an end to loneliness. I hope you enjoy this, and I'm not going to come back at the end with any other call to action. So without any further ado, I hope you enjoy. One of the benefits of being a part of a mastermind group is that it helps put an end to the loneliness. One of the reasons that many businesses fail is due to the fact that the people who run them are afraid of succeeding. While they may not be consciously aware of the beliefs that are driving them at the time, the reality is is that unconsciously they fear that succeeding in business would be far more painful than the reality of failing and going back to the lifestyle that they had grown so accustomed to previously. And a great example of this is the conditioned belief that it's lonely at the top. Have you ever heard that before? It's lonely at the top. What does that mean? Well, before I go deeper into the conditioned belief that it's lonely at the top, I want to play for you an audio clip from a dear friend of mine who had been working for several years to finally pursue the lifestyle of full-time self-employment. His greatest dream was to be in 100% control, freedom to create his own calendar to do his own work that he feels most called to do, work with the people only he chooses to work with. And after years of working towards the attainment of that, here are the raw, initial, immediate feelings and thoughts that he had experienced. I'm on my own now, like 100% on my own. You know, it's been my dream ever since I started this side hustle Back in 2015, 2016, only took me four years to be on my own. There was a, there was a little bit of fear when I was, as I was just saying goodbye to every every single one of them. All of a sudden, I felt, well, I'm going to be on my own, like just me. There will be no one else locally here in Australia in my own company. At this point in time, it would just be me. And everything's on me. I, for, for, for a short period of time, for the foreseeable future, I will have nobody to discuss anything with. Uh, I mean, business scenarios. Um, I don't know. It's, it's a bit of a mixed feeling. Um, yeah, I'm, I literally just, um, I just said goodbye to them two minutes, uh, three minutes ago. So I'm, I'm still sort of processing this raw, raw feeling, raw emotion. 
Well, there you go. That is the emotional response that many people experience right after stepping out into the unknown world of full-time self-employment. And those who unfortunately don't surround themselves with a new group of people who live this life on a consistent, ongoing basis, you can imagine that if that's your greatest fear of being alone, that that this is going to be a lonely venture, that there's nobody to turn to when you have trouble, then you can understand why many people fail. They, they choose to go back to what was more comfortable, at least what was more certain for them at the time. Now, I want to tell you that that individual is actually a member of my own personal mastermind group that I facilitate, what is known today as the Next Level Mastermind. And he was just authentically sharing via an audio program that we use with one another what his immediate, raw, initial response was three minutes after leaving the world of being a part of another team where he's not fully in on his own, running his own business in complete, ultimate freedom. The great news is that we came right to his side and said, listen, you're not alone. You have us. Now, of course, he was speaking very much related to his own personal industry that he's involved in. In our mastermind group, which currently has nine members in it, the one that he's a part of, nobody else in our group has the experience in the same exact industry that he's involved in. So are we going to be able to help him overcome the challenges he faces when it comes to, I don't know, some sort of compliance issue in that industry? Are we going to be able to be a resource of information and insight based upon our our experience in that same industry? No. And he was also talking about just geographically in his own area. He's, He's from Australia, as you could tell in the audio clip. And, and he's like, you know, I, I, gosh, in the industry that I've built up and been a part of and been a part of this other partnership, I was always surrounded by a group of other people who were doing the similar type work that I was doing whenever I had something that was new and I'd never experienced before, some new issue that came up. There always seemed to be somebody that I was connected to that I could reach out to and say, hey, has anybody ever experienced this before? Do you, is there anything that you can think that I should do? What? And all the sudden he realized that through that cooperation of that team, there was always somebody who had an answer to help him along. In a way, that team was his own mastermind group. And now that group is no longer available to him. At least that was his belief when he was recording that audio. Now, however, there are a couple of things that came out of that conversation that followed up that piece of audio clip that I just played for you. One thing that came out of the conversation is, number one, is that you're definitely not alone when it comes to making business decisions. You see, the group that he happens to be a part of that I facilitate of the Next Level Mastermind, we are all business owners. We're all either full-time self-employed already or have recently just made that leap or are in the process of making that leap, but we are all in this together, all pursuing some sort of personal and professional business type pursuit. 
and success in any one area of business is most of the time, most of it is easily transferable to pretty much any business. When it comes to leadership, how you make decisions, how how do you process setbacks and challenges, doesn't matter what your industry is, the strategies and techniques for succeeding no matter what you're faced with are the same regardless of what industry you're in. And we had to remind this individual, you're not alone. We are here. And not only that, but geographically. He's not alone either. There are still people in his industry. In fact, the people that he was partnered with, if those were genuine relationships, friendships, or even just peer relationships, chances are he probably still has access to reach out to them. The only thing that would hold him back from tapping into the same resource he had before was this belief that now because I'm no longer a part of that partnership team, I cannot reach any of these people individually and ask them for some advice with something that I'm faced. The reality is he'll never know whether or not that's true unless he gets over that belief and reaches out to those people he's known over these past several years in that industry and asks them for advice whenever he needs it. Chances are he will always find somebody willing to help. In fact, I want to play for you an audio clip, one of my favorite clips from Steve Jobs that he shared Many years ago, I think it was 1984, when he talked about how he was able to succeed in life by simply being willing to ask people for help. Listen to this. I've actually always found something to be very true, which is um, most people don't get those experiences because they never ask. Uh, I've never found anybody that didn't want to help me if I asked them for help. I always call them up. I called up... um, this will date me, but I called up Bill Hewlett when I was 12 years old, and he lived in Palo Alto. His number was still in the phone book, and he answered the phone himself. He said, yes? He said, hi, I'm Steve Jobs. I'm 12 years old. I, I'm a, a student in high school, and I want to build a frequency counter, and I was wondering if you had any spare parts I could have, and he laughed, and he, he gave me the spare parts to build his frequency counter, and he gave me a job that summer in Hewlett Packard working on the assembly line putting nuts and bolts together on frequency counters. He got me a job in the place that built them. And I was in heaven. And I've never found anyone who said no or hung up the phone when I called. I just asked. And when people ask me, I try to be as responsive, you know, to pay that, that debt of gratitude back. Um, most people never pick up the phone and call. Most people never ask. And that's what separates sometimes the people that do things from the people that just dream about them. You've got you to act. And you've got to be uh, willing to... Uh, fail. You've got to be willing to crash and burn, you know, with people on the phone, with starting a company, with whatever. If you're afraid of failing, uh, you won't get very far. Now imagine you are that person who has just left the connection to peers working a part of their team, and you just decided to leap out. You are now full-time self-employed, You just left the party where you said your final parting goodbyes and you leave believing now I'm all alone. I have no one I can reach out to who understands my industry. I have to figure out everything on my own. If you don't have a group of people 
to challenge that belief, you could actually continue to live your life according to that belief. And you'll end up exactly like what Steve Jobs said in that quote. is like most people are just afraid to ask. They're afraid to just pick up the phone, call somebody, and ask. And that's exactly what our group came back with and said, you are not alone. You have every single one of us. And we are here committed to your success. And not only that, but I challenge, we all challenge your belief that locally, geographically, in your hometown, in your own industry, that you have no one you can reach out to when you're faced with an unknown specific issue related directly to your own industry. The idea, the thought, the belief that you're alone, that you can't reach out to those people you've been doing life with for the last several years, we challenge that. We don't believe that along with you. We challenge you to pick up the phone, reach out via email, go visit them face-to-face, continue to have lunch with those people, continue to network with them. I bet you most of them would want to continue to have a relationship with you because of how awesome you are. Secretly, many of them are hoping you succeed and you're going to inspire them to finally make that leap themselves. Oh my goodness, and not to mention the fact that what about all the people who weren't a part of that team? What about other people who are have been out there for years doing solo what you're doing now? This could be the beginning of you creating your own mastermind of other people who are doing the work that you're doing so that the, they can readily share and, and benefit still being full-time self-employed but having the benefit of a mastermind coming together and helping all of the boats rise with the tides. Anyway, that's just one example of that feeling like I'm all alone now. Loneliness. It's lonely at the top. Challenge that belief. It's not true, or at least it doesn't have to be true. There's another belief that goes along with this loneliness stuff. One of the things that I've experienced even in my own journey is that when I first left my career as an insurance agent, I had tons of people. Everyone, it seems, was cheering for my success. But there are a few today that once cheered for my success who now criticize and condemn me on a regular basis and mostly due to the fact that I've succeeded far beyond their comfort zone. I'm not going to go into great detail on this. There is so much you can find with a simple Google search of the tall poppy syndrome. There are entire nations that struggle with tall poppy syndrome. And the only two things that I will read to you are these quotes. Tall poppy syndrome, what is it? It is a perceived tendency to discredit or disparage those who have achieved notable wealth or prominence in the public life. Another quote from Wikipedia, the tall poppy syndrome describes the cultural phenomenon of mocking people who think highly of themselves, cutting down the tall poppy. You might actually hear this in the expression of, you know what, you got to watch out when it comes to pursuing success because success changes people. Yes, it does. And that shouldn't be feared. I used to, when I heard that, I'm like, yeah, thank you for the sage advice. I will do my best to not be changed. I will do my best to not let success change me. And as long as I held on to that belief, I was unchanged 
And every time I succeeded beyond my own expectations, and any time I succeeded above what I felt was appropriate, I found myself sabotaging my success and pulling myself down because I didn't want to have and allow success to change me. You may have heard it as this, success has gone to his head. He's just too good for us normal people these days. It's the same sort of thing. That caused me many times to ask myself this question. Who am I to become so wildly successful when it seems that everyone else that I've always known all my life is left to struggle to just barely make ends meet? Who am I? Have you ever thought about that question? Have you ever felt that way? Who am I to step out and say, I have something of value to offer? Who am I to step out and say, I'm going to double, triple, quadruple, 10x my income? Who am I to say, I can do this? Fill in the blank. Have you ever experienced that? And the part of that question is a fear of loneliness. What will happen if I become that person? You know, they say that misery loves company. And it's true for a lot of people. And if you get to a place where you go out on your own, you'll start feeling lonely. And if you don't do something intentionally to get over that, you might find that you miss the relationships that you once had. And since you can't connect with those friends in the way that you used to, you may want to go back and join them again. You know, I might not, might not have been as happy or stuff like that, but at least I didn't feel so lonely. Another symptom that I've noticed that goes along with this idea that it's lonely at the top is the symptom that nobody understands the challenges that I seem to face in my business pursuits. In fact, when I began experiencing wild success in my business beyond my wildest imaginations, I would start talking about those things publicly. That's always been who I am, sharing very authentically, transparently what I'm experiencing in life, both my failures, and people never had a problem with me sharing my failures, but also sharing my successes. When I began to share problems related to experiencing bumps in the road after I've gotten so far ahead, and I started experiencing problems at a different level than what I ever dreamed I would experience, I began to share what in my mind was a pretty serious issue. This was something that was a challenge that was, it was difficult. And looking for support and encouragement, instead, sometimes I would just be met with, wow, I wish I had your problems. Or there's an entire cultural phrase called, yeah, those are first world problems, as if they're not problems to be dealt with. As like, who are you to even be concerned about that? Let me give you an example that I've written out here. Let's just say that prior to full-time self-employment, you spent most of your time making $75,000 per year, all right? And that's who you pretty much spent most of your time with. Other people who are making anywhere from, I don't know, $35,000 a year, maybe you've even were doing life with people making $125,000, $150,000 a year. But let's just say yourself, you're, you're used to, and the average person that you hung out with 
$75,000 per year is, is about what most people were earning. Have you ever considered what happens when you begin to routinely generate that amount of income, $75,000 from your own business efforts in a single quarter? What about in a single month? (laughs) Let's just say that for the sake of argument here that you're now averaging $30,000 per month in your business, you work from home, You have almost no overhead in your business. You have no employees. You have no payroll to worry about. And you've been able to produce that level of income, $30,000 per month, every month, consistently for the past year, working only three days a week. Who do you think you can turn to when you lose a few major clients or something else happens and all of a sudden your income drops by $8,000 a month? And now you're only generating $22,000 a month. Now, I don't care who you are. If you've grown accustomed to generating $30,000 a month every month consistently for more than a year, and now you're only generating $22,000 a month, that's, that can be perceived as a pretty serious issue for you. I mean, for example, you know, what if that puts a crimp in your goals. Maybe you were saving for that one-month sabbatical that you and your wife had been planning, that travel through Europe together for a month. Maybe you were hosting, uh, putting together and hosting a community event that you wanted for hundreds of people in your community, and you didn't need to worry about whether or not it was profitable. You were just going to host this thing regardless because it's what you felt called to do. And you might be investing about sixty, seventy thousand dollars of your own money into that, and and that is just something you you know. It's long term; it may have some benefits, but then again, it may not. But there's no pressure, and you were building towards that when you were consistently making that thirty k and relying upon that for that to happen. Maybe you had gotten to a place where you're now committed to building two different schools in a third world country, maybe paying for the installation of three clean water wells for communities that never had access to clean water before. And whatever else that God's been putting on your heart, you just list out the goals that you might be setting for yourself if you were consistently making 30 grand per month every single month in your business efforts. It's certainly challenging for anyone who you used to know who is still working 50 to 60 hours a week, who can't seem to stop sinking further into debt, and who are doing just whatever's possible to provide only for the basic needs of their family, generating an approximately 75K per year, and where those people feel for certain in their own mind that it's impossible for them to do anything other than what they're currently doing. They have no ability to control their financial reality. That's in their own mind, of course. Do you think you're going to get a ton of support and encouragement that you need from those when you've dropped from 30K per month to now you're only generating $22,000 per month? Who do you turn to? You see, the reality is that our lives will be the direct reflection of the expectations of our peer group. That's a direct quote that I heard from Tony Robbins, and it's stuck with me. And he immediately followed up, it's time to upgrade your peer group. Jim Rohn, his mentor, 
said that you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. You see, if we attempt to move forward with the same peer group that we had previous to our jump or leap into full-time self-employment, we'll find our financial success bumping up against some sort of glass ceiling that we can't break through. We will over and over again begin to sabotage our own success to stay in alignment with the amount of success that seems appropriate for the purpose of maintaining healthy relationships with those that we love. This means that for each of us to be committed to reaching new levels of success financial or otherwise, there's, there's other areas of success as well. But if we want to reach new levels of success and stay there, we're going to actually have to be intentional about upgrading or changing our peer group, the people we spend the most time with. This is one major area where the mastermind group plays such a vital role in the success of anyone who is intentional about always taking their personal and professional lives to new levels of success, consistently tapping into the highest potential that we have to live the lives that we were created to live. One of the greatest benefits I've ever experienced in a mastermind group setting is the fact that I am consistently surrounded by people who understand what it's like to consistently grow personally, professionally, an abundance of success, love, hope, joy, satisfaction in life, that people who understand what it's like to be committed to be a great steward of every resource, our time, effort, energy, money, everything, people who are not going to settle for anything less than what we are truly capable of, and we're always going to expand our belief system about what it is that we can achieve. If we can achieve three times the amount of income and only one-third the amount of time spent working towards that, then shouldn't we? These are the kinds of the mindsets that we surround ourselves with on a daily basis in a mastermind group. In a mastermind group, every member of the group is committed to the success of every other person in the group. And that, my friends, is why if you truly want to succeed... And, and if you want to actually live something that's different than the conditioned belief that everyone else has, that it's lonely at the top, it's only lonely at the top if you choose to remain lonely. Find other people who are racing towards the top and do life with those people. Do it intentionally in a mastermind group relationship where you can be completely, 100%, fully committed to the success of every other member in that group and where every member of that group is fully committed to seeing you succeed on your way to the top as well. It's not lonely at the top if you're involved in a healthy mastermind group. Mindset and man.